I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Super Ghosts and Ghosts, un clásico llevado al tope de jugabilidad. Armas, escudos, armaduras y hasta una ola gigante. Es un superjuego más de Super Nintendo. Oh, Super Nintendo. Ah, we have another one with no ad in English. Really? Yep. There's some Japanese commercials, but they didn't really work, you know. <laughs> you try to do what you can with what you've got here on Play Retro, where we talk about old video games. I'm Scott Johnson, one of your hosts, and I forgot to write an intro, was, so I'll just say this. Saying, I, was, I was so waiting because it's like there's like there's <laughs> nothing after that part of the line in the show notes. I thought I like, wrote it. I thought I wrote the thing. So instead, <laughs> I'll just say this. Ah, goblins, ghouls, ghouls and ghosts and goblins and gargoyles. Oh my. You're, oh my. You're, you're a hard video game. Nothing dies when I try to kill it except me. Hey, I'm wearing armor now. Oh, I'm in my underwear. Take it away, Brian. That's as good as anything that I wrote. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And everybody says this game is balls hard, but I am already at the final boss and it only took like three hours. I mean, sure, it was tough, but I think you guys are just too soft. And I'm done. The boss is dead. Mm. What's this now? This room is an illusion and is a trap devised by Satan. Yeah. Go ahead, Don Leslie. Make rapid progress, you <laughs> son of a fine. Let's do it again then. Hey, look, a treasure chest. Oh, hi, wizard. And now I'm a duck. You know what? <laughs> duck this game. Duck it very much. Uh, Two endings, Scott. You I get know. to the end and it's all a fake out. Yeah, I know. Ghosties. Let me tell you how stupid that that is because you did all this extra work to create multiple <laughs> endings for a game that no one finishes. No one even gets past the first stage. Because it's, it's hard. It's so it's, freaking hard. Forget about yeah. Super Meat Boy. Forget about Souls Likes. You haven't tasted hard gaming until you've played one of these ghouls and ghosts or goblins or gargoyles yeah. or one of these. One of these and Capcom I, torture simulators, you know? Yeah, and not only was it a Capcom game that was hard at the arcade, it had a filter through the NES, which is where a lot of people played this game on the NES. And we already know that it's NES hard. Jeebus. Give us a break. Yeah, give us a damned break. We'll get to what we're talking about in a minute. Uh, but first, uh, let me tell you this. Uh, I started a project. I'm very excited about Ooh, this. And I think oh, I really? think Play Retro people will like it. Um, for those who don't know, I, I dabble and I have about half of what I do is is art. Okay, I draw a lot. Art. A lot of comics, Another half is fart. Illustrations, that sort of stuff. A little bit of fart in there. For example, right. look at this right here. Perfect for this show. I just had these made, but I drew a little... 
little Bomberman sticker. Look at him being all Bomberman-y. All Bomberman-y. Oh, I'm going to put a bomb down and hopefully not blow myself up, he says. Why am I not seeing it? Where's that? Oh, I don't know. It's on, you don't see me? Oh, it's on, okay, wait, 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 right. Yeah. You must be lagging behind on the other side. I mean, I had to go into Zoom to look. Oh, that's weird. No. Anyway, uh, the point is, uh, I like doing this sort of stuff, and I started a new mural project, great big large size mural project, where I am oh, going oh. to do a big giant combination of all, everything I can fit anyway, of nothing but classic game characters, enemies, <gasps> uh, objects from old games, things that are recognizable. So, you know, imagine, if you will, a little pixelated Mario, a little uh, little Zelda in there. A little uh, Zelda in your life. In your life. Everything kind of, you know, mostly 2D characters, but... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna make a big old deal, and I'll and I'll. When let people... you, so you're saying you're doing a mural? When I think of mural, I think of wall mural. Or well, what do you what are you it'll, doing? It'll be a print. It? It'll be a print, but it will be big okay. and could go on your wall. Okay, <gasps> it could I be as want big it as. Now. Uh, let's see. I don't know what size is it over there. At least twenty by thirty inches, maybe maybe bigger, but like poster size. Big yeah, po- yeah, large, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah, it'll be good. I'll I'll yeah, I'll bring progress to the show and let people know what's up. Uh, Kirby will be in there, of course. Yeah. Now you did a, you did one, you did like a, you did like a, well, like fifty game characters at one point in time or something. What, what was that thing? What oh, was that project? That was called, uh, um, oh crap, what did I call? I don't remember what I called it, but, but yeah, man, I, I was, I was like, I followed you every day to get more of that. So I'm looking forward to this mural. I'm assuming you're going to do it like in parts. Right, uh, that will be the the, the plan. Oh, where is this? Yeah. I don't know where I put it. Well, anyway, you're right. I did do that. And uh, that was a whole lot of fun. It was basically just well, it was a similar thing. It was like my favorite characters, but some were modern, you know, like Master Chief mm-hmm. was on there and yeah. so, sort of modern, I guess, but uh, Kratos, that sort of thing. Yes, but, uh, but it was so yeah. good. Anyway, the point is, uh, the closer I get on that, I'll, I'll start showing it off to you guys. And then I did one other thing today that's kind of uh, connected to the show. Not today, this week. You know that remake of the PS1 Pac-Man game? Um, Pac- oh, the name eludes me. Hold on. Pa- uh, Pac-Man. Oh. The the new one. They took the PS1 game and re- and remastered, made a whole new version of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? They call it Repacked or something. Pac-Pac. Oh, I'm going to find the name. We talked about it on the show. Here it is. Oh, Pac-Man World Repack. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pac-Man. Well, we were so excited about it when they finally got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm about. talking talking about. about the one last year? Uh, right? 2022. You're right. Last year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. August. Oh, so of, in fact, that. exactly that almost. August 25th last year has been a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It went yeah, on sale. Copy. Went on sale for, it's back up to full price, but it was 15 bucks. It's normally 30. So it's half off. Nice. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to grab this thing. I don't know if you can buy something play right a little here. bit of stuff. I got a Steam Deck. I got a bed. What else do you need? <laughs> so, and I had 15 bucks. So let's just get this damn game. So I did. I right. bought it. And uh, I am happy to say that that game's classic. It's so good. Like, yeah. uh, of the era of 3D platformers, we all, everyone goes, oh, yes, Mario 64 or Banjo Kazooie right. or, you know, any number of, of great influential thing but not enough people talk about this one it's real good it i got still this plays the great. gamecube yeah yeah it's would, really good i didn't it's know they made a gamecube game that's interesting i I, I'm pretty sure it's the one i got on the gamecube okay i thought it was uh, well, PS... i got frogger playing right now but yeah i think that's on my um on the system back there because ps uh ps wait i thought this was ps1 only sure it's the same oh, game. maybe not maybe not maybe not let's think, find out i think pac-man world is a. Uh, 
Well, maybe you're right. I don't know. I thought this was exclusive. Well, right now, I mean, the version I got is on Steam. Obviously, I'm playing it on Steam Deck. But the uh, the the I didn't know it went back as far as the GameCube. Look, Brian's about to play it. Look at this. Look at him. Is it, is it called? Pac-Man don't look World? at don't look at my my cheat. Yeah, he's not my cheating. Wii, Everything's my fine. My Wii Flow that allows me to run GameCube games on the on the Wii after I rip them. Wii Flow. Wii Flow. Uh, Wii Flow. Pac-Man my... World Three. Maybe oh, that's three. It's a been. sequel. That's what it is. Oh, okay. okay. Different deal. So there was a that. Pac-Man one, World One, Two, and uh, Three. Never played Two or Three. I played One on the PlayStation One, and uh, it was great. It was a good time. And I'll, I can tell you, this is a great buy, especially on that price. I'm, it'll go on sale again, but very, very happy and pleased with it. Are you pleased with your fifteen dollar from bed purchase? I am. It was a good bed purchase. <laughs> Hey, Brian, what are you doing with hey, your Scott. Saturn this week? Some kind of Saturn news going down here. Yeah, so I think the last time I saw... Okay, so you received a Saturn not that long ago. I so did. So Sega Saturn, if you're not familiar with it, it's just the follow-up uh, to to the Master System Mega Drive and before the Dreamcast. Um, didn't get as much love as a lot of other systems. Scott got his, and I noticed that in his system, he had uh, plugged into the back of it um, an action replay. Yep. And I've been meaning to get one. And finally this week I went and ahead and pulled the trigger. This is an action replay, uh, for Meg. And it allows you to do things like, uh, build in, uh, it's got like game codes in it. It's got allow savings of, uh, of the new game codes. It's got a four megabyte card, uh, or expansion. And th- what, one of the things this thing lets you do is take, uh, and play region games outside of, the region you have. So I have a U.S. Sega Saturn, and so I could play Japanese games. And that's important because this past week when I was trying to figure out how I wanted to play this week's game, I wanted to grab the Capcom Generation Volume 2 Chronicles of Arthur because that one had uh, several versions that were arcade perfect. Uh, as a matter of fact, they were the arcade versions of uh, of, of Ghost, or Ghouls and Ghosts. Really? So That's cool. Yeah, so we're we're doing that. But I did just want to talk real quick because this is always confuses people when they look at the Sega Saturn. The Sega Saturn since the since this release, uh, it has a CD tray on the top, and then right behind it sits a cart slot, like we all thought. And we was like, oh. That's because it's going to be backwards compatible with your Sega Genesis carts, and it is not. And I'm going to try to just hold this up and see if we can kind of see okay. why that would never work because. For one thing, the carts are a little different size, oh, yeah. and there's a slot in between one. I've got an EA cart to kind of compare this to. Um, yeah, there's like a little tooth in the middle, a little uh, yeah. There's space. and there's also like and it, it, it's a little shaped differently too on the outside, so it just wouldn't you you wouldn't be able to plug a cart in there. But everybody when they see the Sega Saturn, first thing they think is, oh, I could stick my carts in there, and then they take a cart and they go, and it doesn't work. Um, Another weird so Sega choice, by the way. Strange choice yeah. to do what they did there. Yeah, yeah. Just make it something totally different size. Why do you want to do that? You or, you know what? Instead of that, just make weirdos. the damn thing compatible with, with the Genesis cartridges. That would have been awesome. That would be that would have been nice. That would have been nice, but they Carry weren't. it forward, you idiots. Nope. Dummies. That's right. Carry it forward. Now, as far as my how my weekend went, I just got back from the mountains. I was up there with uh, Brian Ibbett. You may, uh, if you listen to our other podcasts, like the Morning Stream or Film Sack, you know he is... He is part of uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, the trifecta. He's in there. Or the, he's the all quadfecta. Up in it. So yep. yeah. So he's all part of that. We got to hang out. I took the PS2 up there and we played some Dance Dance Revolution. Me and him right there. I had two mats and we danced it up and sweated like a couple old guys. It you was awesome. Some, you got some video of this or uh, no? I don't. I didn't video it, but I don't know if anybody else did. I certainly, if I'd have been on the outside, I certainly would have done that. And we also got a chance to play as a group 
the uh, the Oregon Trail board game or card game. Oh, how up. is that? It was actually a lot of fun. I've heard good things um, about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I and it's just like the video game because you die of dysentery. And that was I, I think I was the first person to die. <laughs> really? And it was it was dysentery. I drew a card, uh, which was the calamity cards. And yep, sure enough, I had dysentery died right away. I don't, but, I don't you know, know how long in real life dysentery takes, but uh, in the game, right. it's pretty quick. You're you're dead. But but Ibit ended up making it was about a th- I want to say it was about a 30 minute game. And Ibit did end up making it to the end, even though he did. I think it broke an arm so, at some point in time, too. So, yeah, like you do. Yeah. 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 On your trip to on your trip to Oregon, you got to take Oregon. That's awesome. Fun times uh, there in North Carolina where you guys played. Oh, yeah. And if you listen to TMS, you can get all the story about the bear that invaded my car mm-hmm. and ate all my snacks, mm. opened the door, opened your damn door, op- opened my door, took a crap in my seat. And no, I'm just kidding. Why didn't but you all did lock try- your doors at night? I don't know. There was like okay, multiple so cars. The first night I got up there, I was hauling out a bunch of stuff. If you haven't heard the story, 27 inch CRT TV. Yeah. Stupid heavy. I had brought a turntable, a tape cassette. I, I brought every retro thing I could think of, plus a bunch of stuff. So we could have a retro, a couple of retro nights, and we did, and it was amazing. We did uh, watch movies, and we played games, and it was just so much fun. Yeah. But I was exhausted. Apparently, <laughs> I didn't lock my door. I always lock my door. I yeah. don't know why I didn't, but mm-hmm. I didn't. And the bear said hello, and he went, boom, and he opened it, got right in there, ate all the stuff that he could find, ate my Mentos chewing gum, spit that back <laughs> out, all half chewed on my seat. Yeah. I'm like, you jerk, got his big, hairy, dirty, muddy butt print all in my in my chair yeah. so the next night i locked it and turned the alarm on beep, beep. and yeah. sure enough we heard it again that night it was like beep, 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 beep. oh really Alar- went alarms off. going off yeah oh yeah they were back they were like i need some more of those snacks man yeah. but not those mentos those things were nasty yeah that's true if they know how to open doors they're not new to this you know no they're not and come to find out it's that come to find out like we was like oh i can't believe that happened and then like people are like yeah it happens all the time well then how about a little warning yeah yeah. How about a little, hey, heads up. <laughs> yeah, let us know that the bears are a problem. That'd be cool. Right. Let them know that Yogi and, and Boo Boo uh, <laughs> hang out around the uh, picnic baskets. You know, yeah. just let me know. Yeah. A little heads up, please. What if your uh, emergency brake's been up a bear's butt? What would you do? How would you feel? I do. I, I, what could I do? <laughs> Nothing, I guess. I just, you still got to I just have to accept it yeah. that my car now has bear butt in it. Yeah, it's, bear butt. Bear it's totally butt, fine. That's what you got to do. But that isn't yours. But bear not bear butt none the, nonetheless. Yes, he did. There, what? there was no damage except he did mess up my. Uh, I had taken a, a PlayStation shirt and you know it was it was white and he did step on that a couple of times. I, I'm pretty sure that's trash. That's kind of cool gone. now. Now you got a shirt with like big old nasty. If it was print. if it was like cool like bear prints, I'd be like, yeah, look at that. But no, it just looks like somebody took some red mud and smeared it all over my shirt. Gross. <laughs> that is gross. Well, speaking of gross, let's talk about the gross difficulty involved in this thing. Shall we play a game? Let's do it. Ghouls and ghosts and goblins and gargoyles oh. and stuff. But we'll start with ghosts and goblins. All right. We'll start in the arcade. We'll start with the machine that decided that the best way to earn your quarters was to piss you off. Okay? That's what this game did. It sounded a bit like this. Yeah. You know what I want to 
understand is the beginning of this game why he and his girlfriend are sitting out there and he's basically naked. He's laying there. Naked. Yeah, yeah. That that is disturbing and that happens with all the ports, including the arcade. He is just sitting out there. Well, I guess it's hot, right? I mean, you're a knight uh, and you you got your armor and you're just having a picnic on the hill with Princess Prin Prin. I guess I could see it. I it's, guess, but I, don't, I think I would definitely wear some undergarments. I really don't. I, I can't even stand getting my hair pinched with my watch band. I can't imagine what's going oh, on. Can you imagine that. the the just a, any armor. fold of skin getting caught in a crease of armor? Freaking yeah. oh, that. Jeebus. Yeah. Ow. That's nobody's idea of a good time. Um, <laughs> and honestly, the game can feel like it's no idea, good, uh, not a good time either. Although once you get good at it, if you can get a little bit of a little bit of decency at your at your skill level in this game. There's a great time to be had. All right, I'll admit no, that. No, there's not. Don't it, why why you lie? Can be. To the I'm listeners. not lying. I'm saying there can be. It doesn't have to be. Uh, you, you, maybe you don't want to invest the hours it takes to get to get good, as the kids say. Uh, get good noobs. I don't. I don't know if I would recommend this. Okay, of all the games we've done on the show and covered, this might be the one where I would just put the most warning out there and say. Just know. <laughs> Just no, know what you're yeah. getting into. Otherwise, you're going to be real disappointed. Like, don't pay real money for this game. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just going to make you mad. It's going to disappoint you. You're going to die a lot. And uh, yes. the people who play it online, they're like speed running this thing. I watched some of that. I am, I am watching this bullshit right now that you have on, on yeah. screen. Yeah. And this guy is an expert because ain't nobody ever got through level one like that. This guy is an absolute hero. No, he's, he's, he's not. Uh, this particular video is not speedrun. Oh my God. You see him just go vertical like oh, that? Oh, I know. No one can it's do bull that. It's bullcrap. You're, abso you're this, absolutely right. This is bullshit. Everything about this is a lie. All right. Except that it's really <laughs> happening. But what he's done is he has played this so many times. He's just memorized all the stupid shit that, that, uh, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm here to say that I'm glad a game like this exists for people who like this kind of video game punishment. I think that, you know, the popularity of Souls likes now, these sort of deliberate, difficult uh, mastery games, action games. Right. They they owe a lot to this this kind of game, if not this game directly. And I think it's great they exist. But I am not the guy they're aiming for. I never really have. I almost been. think, you know, you keep saying, and I've heard the comparison a lot, Souls like. And I got to say, I, I get the comparison yeah. because it's, this is also difficult. You would also get very frustrated. But this is difficult for a very different reason. This is difficult because the developer hates you. Okay? <laughs> they yeah. want you to be miserable mm. is what's going on. So Takura Fujiwara, um, when he when he was doing his little work, so, you know, they he was developing this game. And, and so they, they took it to a, a you know to arcade and uh, got a little... You know, a little look at see how people were playing the, this game. He would go back after watching people who successfully made it past an area, and he would close that hole. So he was always just trying to go back and close holes so that you could not last more than two and a half, three minutes tops. Because that was that was the that's the that's, arcade goal. That's right? the arcade goal. But I I find that to be annoying and abhorrent. Like it makes me mad. <laughs> And it makes me want not want to play your game when I hear that because what that tells me is that they're not there to impress me, but they some or you know make a, a great experience. But what they somehow did, right? Even though it was obvious that this was just meant to be a quarter sucker, 
is they made a game that is still, even in retrospect, like kind of weirdly compelling and interesting. And the moment to to moment game gameplay is very interesting because. Okay, so it it goes right up the ed- to the edge of impossible and then comes back one squeak. Yeah. And it doesn't even do it consistently. It just says like, eh, like six out of ten times, you know, it's not totally impossible. Or maybe less than that. I don't know what the ratio is. All I know is this. Like the little demon guy that's flying at you right now. Right. He's a little demon on wings. By the way, there's the Satan's after you in this game. Yeah. Um, and so... <laughs> Uh, it is truly is you. You just you're going to go to hell for the, after you get playing this game. Uh, but they 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 come down at an angle this nearly impossible to avoid. So, sometimes impossible to avoid if you're in the wrong, if you're standing on the wrong pixel. Yep. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So yeah, it's more than just like Souls. Like was just grueling. You know, it's hard and it's grueling, and you you're kind of underpowered. You're having to hit a hit a whole lot. But if you take your time, it's hard, but it's not like this. This this you can go along and you can memorize everything. Well, and what's still, what's the speed what's the speed you. run record for this thing? I uh, think like thirty, probably thirty minutes or something. I think I, I think this guy you're watching right now is probably the speed run champion of the world, and it's probably about thirty minutes. If I if I had to guess, I, it could probably be shorter. Ghosts than that, and but. goblins, ghouls, uh, ghouls. Yeah, and now ghosts. it's the arcade, and you also got to look at a couple of things. This one gets complicated because you got speed runs for the first run through. This game does have a second run through. You get to the end of the first, uh, the first, and uh, it it just yeah, it, you have to burn it again. Yeah, it, it literally says spoiler. Here's a spoiler. Do you want to hear the console ending of how this goes? Do you mm. want to hear it? I, I mean, right, I kind of do. I don't think we're going to worry about spoilers here. It's fine. No, no. I'm so never going to see you, it any so, other way. So, so here's the deal: when you finish the game the first time around, you beat the big bad, mm. and you think you're going to rescue rescue Prin Prin, the princess. It's kind of like when the first time you go, uh, you know, Princess Peach is another castle. Well, this time, even worse, you got to go back over the same exact map, map with a little harder, uh, with more. They're faster, a little harder, more of them. Uh, and you have and you have to make sure that you have a particular weapon that you carry with you to the end, because if you don't have that weapon, you're not going to win. You're not going to go. Then here's, here's what it says after you after you think that you've beaten this game. And it laughs at you. It says, "Congratulations." Now I'm not making that up. I didn't. <laughs> You're not is, being that racist. That's just what, that, what is it? English, ja- Japanese. What do they call it? The Japanese English version. Uh, whatever. But yeah, that's, right. The, there's a reason why they say that. That's not being insulting. No, not at all. There, I get it. There's a way that English looks to to the way they translate it. That looks weird. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, this story is happy end. Thank you, being the wise and courageous knight that you are, <laughs> that you feel strong. Welling. Yeah, Correger. Correger. Yeah. You feel strong, strong. I'm sorry, it is strong welling yeah, strong. in your body. Yeah. Return to the starting point. No, not even the starting point. Return to starting point. Challenge again. Challenge now, again. that's not to make fun of anybody's English understanding. No, but you can't have a good that's time with bad translations. Say, it's fine with me. I don't mind. Yeah, that's that. just to say that is a poor translation and there's no comfort. <laughs> do, you, do you know in what? The hilarity of that, of that translation. When you realize you got to do this stupid thing. Yeah, again. look at it this way. Back in the day, boy, this character really did skip leg day. Um, yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's such a weirdo, knobby knee. If, if you're not watching, you're not, not familiar with this game. And I was kind of surprised to find out that it was a couple people who told me, I never even heard of this game. You start out, you're a knight, you're wearing armor. One hit, you lose all your armor, and you're running around in your underwear. Yep. Get you, hit again, and you're dead. You can get your armor again. 
Uh, yes. But it takes a while, and it's a pain in the ass. And if you're naked, uh, for me anyway, I may as well give up because I need that right. armor. Yeah, if you're naked, it's one shot, you're dead. If yeah. your armor is two shots, and then you're dead. Yeah, that that is about right. Um, yeah. What I was going to say, though, is that uh, you know localization wasn't a priority back then. Not only not a priority, no. every time you get a key, take a key for coming in. It's just an amazing <laughs> line. But right. uh, they, you know, it wasn't a priority. These games are being developed in places that didn't speak English. So what are you going to do when it comes to America? Well, you're going to do the best you can with what you have. And sometimes that just meant a dude down the hall knew a little English. And right. It helped a little. You know, we didn't even have, you didn't have computers. You didn't have the internet. You didn't have all that. I mean, you had computers. No. But, you know, you didn't have an easy way to do any kind of. You didn't have a Google Translate. No. I mean, it's still an issue today for a lot of games. But back then, it was a freaking nightmare. So. Oh, yeah. That doesn't bother me. In fact, I love it. I wish it was all like this. <laughs> I, well, we do love it now because now it's, it's, it's part of our childhood memories, right? It's, it's nostalgic. It's yeah, like, oh, the this whole, is... like, you know, all your base belong to us kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Just hard it's, it was, like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't make fun of anybody who can't do English. I can't do English. No. And I, I live here. No, you cannot. By the way. <laughs> even, I, even I say stupid stuff. So you mentioned it's a two-year, or sorry, a two-loop system in the game. you got to yes. go through it twice, essentially, to call it a run. And uh, as rare as it is, there is there are a bunch of speed runs. The current record holder is in Japan, 14 minutes, uh-huh. 20 seconds for the arcade. Nice. That's a, that's a clean run, by the way, without any glitches or cheats or anything. That's just straight run through the game. Um, that is pretty good, but also, you know, knowing that you can beat Mario Brothers 1 or Super right. Mario Brothers 1 in about four minutes... It just goes to tell you, even on a speed run, this game's hard. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's a good comparison because the Super Mario Brothers came out for the uh, Famicom at the same time this was being released to the arcade. So uh, this is very early on platforming, and we had a couple of directions that we could go in. Mm-hmm. And I am glad that the Mario uh, <laughs> the Mario went further ahead with platforming. I mean, you could than, argue than the this. Super Nintendo game, <clears throat> which we'll talk about soon. Uh, the super game is a be, uh, a more it's more forgiving just by the nature yes. that it's on your console is the number one thing. You're not putting quarters in this thing, but um, you know they learned their lesson in, in in not wanting to be just hideously hard. But it right. was still hard. That game's still hard. I played that this week. Yeah. It, it was still you know picking my teeth off the ground after I was done. It was hard. And when I was when I was doing these ports, I kind of I kind of ran through all the ports that I could. Um, and I did play the arcade. The arcade by far is the winner. If you want, if you're wanting to play Ghosts and Goblins, and you have no nostalgia, I would definitely recommend playing the arcade because it's just gorgeous, it's beautiful, it's responsive. Uh, it's going to give you the best chance for uh, having a good experience and still feeling challenged. The runner-up is the NES, just because it is pretty much, even though it does not look nearly as good, it's the arcade version. I mean, it's got all the same beats. Um, it's a little harder because you've got character flashing and it kind of exposes something that was already kind of funky about this game. And that is your, your collisions, your sprite collisions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you, you do, sometimes you're like right on top of a character and you're like, Oh, how am I not dead? So you kind of almost stop moving and you realize, Oh, I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's kind of weird, but it's still, it's not bad. Uh, I looked at the Commodore 16 version, yeah. which I have a Commodore 16, in, uh, in my, in my, possessions reason why i was taking a look at it i emulated it but still mm. it, it was not good it was bad it was it was jank it was uh yeah you shouldn't try to run that on a commodore 16 it is a stripped down commodore 64 don't do it yeah. but if you're looking for an easy experience for this 
I would say that the Game Boy Color. Oh, is that Goblins, the uh, is that the simple one, the easy one? That is, it is easier, even though. But they had to kind of do that because you know we've we've talked about Game Boy ports before. The screen is so much smaller, and the sprites have to be so much larger to the environment when you're playing a game where when a when an enemy enters the screen, they're suddenly like you know nose to nose with you. They they adjusted the gameplay so that there's not as many characters on screen at the time. So mm-hmm. if you learn the maps and it's still one to one, it still looks like on the Game Boy. So if you learned it on another one, you come here, you're going to be able to translate most of that stuff over, but just fewer characters. And yeah. so I found that one to be a little easier. I played that in a bed while Scott was ordering Pac-Man World on the Steam. <laughs> you probably did. I actually yeah, yeah. was out of town when I did this. I was at a hotel and um, this was a double double test. It was like, <clears throat> how well is this internet going to pull down my five gigabyte file? Right. But also... I'd like to play this, and so I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about the next in the series. Um, it's it, there's no, it's not like a straight through thing here. Oh. But we had like ghouls and ghosts in '88. There's right. a ton. Of, there's a whole bunch of this, like ports and versions and whatever. This is three years later, and uh, you're talking about uh, let's see, arcade Genesis, ZX Spectrum, Master System. Uh, I'm guessing the e, the winner here is arcade again. You're gonna like that one the most, right? People. Oh are, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's take a look at this chat. We'll show you some stuff here. Uh, this is a comparison video, so this is pretty cool. Because let's see, this first. Well, they don't say what this is. I assume this is probably NES. I don't think that's arcade. Anyway, um, which one are you looking at now? Yeah, that's the. Uh, no, I think that's actually like like a is this Amstrad or something. Is here. Let me play some audio. See if I can get a. No idea. Oh, let's see. oh, this is that maybe it could be the Commodore 64. It's definitely one of the 8 bit computers, right? It's one of our 8 bit PC brothers. Yeah, it'd have to be. Okay, here we go. This is Arcade 88. I think the arcade version looks awesome. Oh, the, every time Capcom just sets the bar yeah. and then the ports just kind of do the best they can. Yeah, they do what they can. That's, that was the deal. That's why everybody was like, ooh, you heard this game's coming to home? Yeah, but they always look like shit mm-hmm. compared to arcades. And then we started to have some parody in the 16-bit era, you know? Yes, we did. As a matter of fact, that Genesis version, three years later, by the way, this that's when this story takes place. Once again, uh, Princess Prin Prin. By the way, I love I love that the Japanese do puns on names. I love when they do uh, stuff like Prin Prin. You know, it's, it's short for princess. Boy, is basically. that why they it's call her that? Prin Prin short for cute, princess? Yeah, a little cute little adorable name. You Brian, know, that I, makes I, me want to carve my eye out and suck on it. That's horrible. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Princess Prin Prin. Princess Prin Prin is a terrible thing to have to hear. But right. It's a more adult She gets game. kidnapped at the beginning of every one of these. So yeah. she's always the victim. This game always reminds me of um, what games do sometimes. They start out kind of intentionally or otherwise stylistically kind of silly looking. This is has a yes. more barely, but a more realistic vibe. You know, more, a more yes. serious, a more adult vibe. Um, which yeah, is if, you look at, uh, if you look at... Uh, his work, uh, if you look at Fujiwara's work at Capcom, he does this typically. He has these very cute characters that are kind of cartoonish, mm-hmm. but then, you know, balls hard freaking gameplay yeah. mechanics. So. This carries that on. It's not easy. Yeah, this carries that on. Yeah, yeah this game's not, not uh, there's no like, ooh, 
much simpler this time around. Thank you, guy who made games. No, it actually they add some levels of complexity, like uh, with some things that are good and some things that are bad. Um, right now, he's fighting off these tornadoes and stuff. More, uh, more natural environmental dangers uh, this time. Uh, but you get a chance to to get uh, to get ar- uh, different armor. So right. he this this person who's playing right now very smartly was able to get to the golden armor, which allows you to use magic. And you see there's a magic bar down at the bottom uh, that that illustrates how much of the magic. Yeah, and it's different works. with each with each type. It also has a less right. one less stage than the previous game, I think. Uh, right. The first one had six. This one only has yeah. five, uh, and is is more playable but it's still pretty darn hard it's really hard but you got a double jump you got double jump is great you got the you can shoot up this time you can Mm -hmm. only shoot uh left and right the first time right yep that is correct oh there's that uh by the way see this guy is fighting right now this boss yeah that demon what's the way they call those demon mask things it's basically this uh so our art this week is brian as the as the brave knight and then me as this boss that's it that's the one that's you i love it man look at that but anyway, uh, the game is also on the Amiga, which we're now going to see a little bit of video for. And uh, that version looked pretty good for, you know, it was an Amiga. But, yeah, uh, it's, I, I think the Amiga was a very uh, decent port. Um, I liked it. Yeah, that's all right. I didn't play it right. in this room, Once again, but I saw bit. some video. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's 8-bit, it, right? Is it 16-bit? It's 8-bit. Uh, Amiga was 8-bit. This Amiga version should have been 8-bit. Well, Amiga yeah. had a fancy sound chip but the i think video fancy and i didn't have a was it one of the first i can't remember i, I, can't ch- remember I, I need to get an amiga in my hands so i can tell all the things i just remember amiga being talked about by all all the people who had one and i never did i just remember right. being man i'm really missing out on this yeah i found i, I want to get an a500 which is kind of like the stripped down version i think but that's that's the one that a lot of people had is that the mint? No, there's a mini. I have the mini A500, the mini. which is, okay. is gorgeous. And I, I would love to get the real deal of that. It's on my list. Oh my gosh. The way it did that electrical attack is real stupid. Look at that. Right. Yeah, I, I like that. I kind of like it. It's pretty stupid. And you get some <laughs> slowdown here too as well. But yeah. um, got these these guillotines mm-hmm. that you have to kind of, uh, you got to navigate through. It's like, yeah, geez. I want yep. to throw something else in there. But it did remind me of Gex. So yeah. I, I felt like I, I was seeing a lot in Gex what I saw here. Just a, as, as a little background of my experience with this game, I never played, I don't even think I ever saw Ghost and Goblins or Ghouls and Ghost at the arcade, my local arcade. I don't remember it. Really? Or either that or I just totally ignored it. Mm. Um, I My experience didn't start uh, until Super Ghouls and Ghosts on mm. the Super NES. Yeah, um, A friend of mine had it. And then the next experience was the one that was uh, that was Super Ghouls and Ghosts. I mean, sorry, uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, which is the second one yeah. on the Genesis. But that was later on. I didn't get it when it came out in what '88 uh, or whatever. Sure. Um, so those are my only two real experiences, and I thought I was I I thought I was lagging behind, but I was really amazed this past week. Their naming convention. The their naming convention sucks. They shouldn't have gone oh, from yeah. uh, ghosts and ghoul. No, ghosts and goblins to ghouls and ghosts, and then yes, uh, gargoyles. Quite, there's a bunch of other stuff later, but it's just a. It's confusing. I could see it why is confusing. It's very hard to if you if you just ask somebody on the street if you said well name the 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 ghosts and goblins series in order you know yeah, be like say, uh, if you, ghosts yeah, and goblins like, one ah. two and three right <laughs> like everybody <laughs> else. Uh, the other thing I was going to say, so as as far as my order goes, I played the arcade version first of the first game, uh, 
<laughs> not much of it because again that game was brutal and then i don't think i played it again until super super ghouls and ghosts which uh, right. was what I, what year was that 91 or something 91 and i think most of the people i've talked to that was uh, their experience was started at super ghouls and ghosts but maybe it's because of the age group i'm in or it might just been the popularity of it i hope that's what it is yeah um what was your what was your go to so all these games kind of play somewhat the same usually in the first couple of levels you go left to right do a little bit of platforming, but mostly it's kind of like a running gun almost. Mm -hmm. And then as you get further in, you'll usually enter into a, a vertical stage where you'll sure. do more vertical platforming. Mm -hmm. um, so that first, that first level, are you more of a just run as fast as you can? Cause you don't have to kill everything along the way. No, you, you can don't. totally avoid stuff if you want to, or are you like a, a every inch of ground made is 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 your plan it's funny you That's, say that because most games i'm every inch of ground is explore right. and loot everything is my usual vibe right in this game no in this game i'm like get me to get me from a to b mm -hmm. to c to d to f all the way down to freaking z as fast as i can get there because right. i'm on literally my own dime here or quarter right. maybe and uh, I don't have time to go get pickups when I know I'm going to die if I dink around too much. So I'm just going for it usually. Right. And I'm usually not thinking of that. I'm usually not thinking about picking up everything, but I am thinking about just moving a little bit, watching who's popping up, making sure that my feet are in the right spot. Because this also, there's a timer. Yeah. Uh, and I think the first one, I don't think you can extend your time, but mm -hmm. it's usually like a minute or two minutes or something like that. I think it starts at two minutes. I think the time only extends when it's you get to the... It's per stage. So when you get to yeah. the end of the stage, if you beat it in the time they gave you, there's no little clocks right. to pick up to make it longer. You just right. start the next stage and have a new timer for the next stage. And that's that's as good as it gets. I hate yeah, timers, so, by the way. Hate oh, them. I do too. You know I hate me some timers. But they're a little more uh, giving in uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, the, yeah. the second one. They're not as bad. Um, you, you have pickups where you have, you have characters you can pick up, little stone statues and stuff that you can pick up that will... Uh, some of them will give you, uh, you know, a little boost in time. Um, some of them will actually as a as a bad thing. We hadn't even talked about getting uh, transformed. I talked about it in my intro. Um, in the first one, I think you get transformed uh, if you shoot a tombstone like 15 times. A wizard will come out, or maybe it's not a wizard; it's a bird of some sort, and he'll curse you uh, to hop along as a frog for like, like I don't know, like I don't like remember. 10 seconds or None something. of this stuff Seems was like obvious longer. back then. It felt like those were secrets nobody shared. You know, yeah, yeah. It was kind of a, I kind of knew it. I I didn't either remember it or I didn't know it. And when I was shooting the tombstones, like, oh, they're sparkling. This probably means if I do this enough time, something's gonna happen. Sure yeah. enough, something happened. Yeah. Turned me into a frog. I laughed, hopped along a little bit, and I thought, hey, that hopping looks like it's a little bit faster than my run because this knight runs like a goober, right? Well, that's He's, the question. Is like this benefit? Do these benefit you? Are they like power ups when you're a frog? There, well, you can't shoot. But yeah, you can jump. Good. So I guess it part of your strategy, I think it's going to be up to the individual player. I feel like I can jump higher and I feel like my hitbox is smaller when I'm a frog. Yeah, that's true. That just could be that just could be all in my mind. That could no, be all I think in my you're mind, but, I mean, possibly, but I'm guessing. Well, actually, I guess right. I don't know either. Maybe not. Right. I don't know. They're I don't gonna know. They're going to make you a little frog that's like a third the height of your dude. Uh, yeah. you'd think it'd be a smaller hitbox, maybe not. You would think so, but I don't know. It just could be just all in my mind. But it felt like a, bo a bonus to me, so sometimes I would do it so I could get past it. But it doesn't matter, because when you go against some of those stupid... Some of those characters, they just jump at you, and you have mm -hmm. zero time to react. They just come flying at you, and like, there's no timing involved. You yeah. can't... It's yeah. just like you're dead. You're dead. Well, the nice thing about the second game is you could shoot up, 
which is cool. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Big fan of that. Uh, I like I like a shooter, or a run and gun shooter, where I my gun is not locked in four positions. I would re- oh, I really yeah. like to be able yeah. to move around, and that was kind of a new concept back then. By the way, this right here is the NES. I think the NES version. Actually, no. This is that, still Amiga. I think. Okay. I'm gonna say that's either either that or a master system. No, it couldn't be a master system. I would think it's the Amiga. I'm pretty sure the Amiga is a 16, but I'm not 100 sure on that. But I, I don't know. Seems like I remember it being a 16. Oh, this one's pretty wild. This is Genesis. Um, I like the Genesis version. This is the one I played this week. Oh, it's in very, very, very small writing. You can see it. Oh, is it down? There? I can't. I can't. Oh, see there it that is. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very small. Yeah, this is Genesis here. This is. Yeah, this. This is, is the one I played this week, and I liked this version of the sequel quite a bit. Um, they just yes, felt. It I, just felt fat, fast, and tight. You know. We've talked about it a million times. We'll talk about it again here. Sega Genesis is great at drawing a lot of sprites. No slowdown. We have slowdown in uh, the NES version of uh, of these games, as well as even into Super Ghouls and Ghosts. There's a slowdown. At first, I thought it was my emulation, but when I played it on my real SNES with the real cart, there were still slowdowns. Not on your Genesis. That, that thing is fast. The sprite draws. Yeah, it's pretty good. Sounds terrible, but it's good. Sound is terrible. The SNES whoops up on the Genesis for sound. Oh, yeah. Always, whoops though, up. right? Always does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of which, let's play a, a little bit of that before we talk about this uh, This next one. Here we go. There's some sound from your NES. SNES, rather. Come in. Here we get some fighting. You can tell you're listening to a Super Nintendo game, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. superior to like uh, like it's always it seems to be over its uh, competition. This yeah. is the game that I think most people think of when they when they play uh, Super Ghosts. Uh, su- excuse me, I still screw this up. Super Ghouls and Ghosts, 1991 SNES. Uh, this is the game that I feel like uh, certainly extended the IP for a longer time. Otherwise, yeah, it's the, and- about now you'd start forgetting this thing exists. You know. And at first, I thought, oh. This is just Ghouls and Ghost. It's just the SNES version, but it's literally another sequel. And this is it's pretty much only oh, it's a whole new game on right? like, Nintendo. Yes, it's yeah. a whole new game. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's still the same gameplay for the most part, but it's a total new game. Yeah, it's new levels, new maps, uh, new levels. Same old prin prin bullshit, but it's at least yeah, you're yeah. you know doing something new the whole time. You don't start in the same yes. places or anything. My of that. favorite part is the changing landscape especially in the beginning where the where the land like rises and sinks and kind of forces you to go to different paths and stuff mm-hmm. it's very smart very clever yeah it's really it's cool uh, uh and graphically it's good i don't think it says speedy as the genesis version of two correct but they also weren't really going for that <laughs> oh this reminds me of that game that board game i just played this past weekend with those towers dropping skulls we played return to dark Tower. oh yeah the return to dark tower yeah. I heard that's awesome okay. oh god it's so good dude yeah. so good problem is they don't sell them retail it was only kickstarter rewards and if you had one yeah. you spent 500 bucks or whatever the hell it was yes i think you'd get away with as little as two something but to get with all the really cool stuff like we played yeah oh the neoprene mat and the, the little the little uh, tokens and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. so freaking sweet. It's pretty so, awesome. Yeah. Um, this is the... Ooh. Damn, that scared me. That guy, that clam. 
Um, <laughs> this is a game <laughs> that I think... That clam almost get you? Yeah, that clam almost got me. Um, I like this game quite a bit, and probably of all of these that I... You know, if you said, hey, Scott, are you going to spend any more time with us after you guys cover it? This might be the one I'd do. Yeah, double you know? jumping. Uh, you got some shield action. Once again, we got our uh, our armor upgrades and stuff. Like you said, still print, print, still two run-throughs. Mm-hmm. Um, seven levels, so a little more levels this time. Uh, alternate paths, which I appreciate, making it a little different since you'll have to go the same route each time. Right. Ain't nothing worse than having to turn the car around and drive back the exact same way you came. <laughs> don't like that at all. I don't like it in life. I don't like it in video right. games. So. Right. Don't care for it. So at least give me some options. Yeah. Let me turn favorite. down a different road. Yeah. It's a. It's interesting. I know that there were some attempts to bring all this back in 3D in the uh, PlayStation era, GameCube, PS2. Um, yeah, those games um, were the not Maximo gonna... series, or is that what you talked about? Yeah, the... that, but also there's like a, well, even last year, or last year? Two years ago. No, last year, there right. was a new game called, it was basically a remake. Yeah, The Resurrection, um, I believe it is. Something, um, Rebirth, Ghouls something and like Yeah, goal, uh, Ghouls, yeah, I think it was Resurrection, because I, I said, hey, Correction. Um, Erection. That's how I remember stuff. I know how yeah. you remember things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, these like. giant bosses though man oh They're yeah so this huge bird beautiful. this bird's awesome yeah. um but but uh the i don't know how that is that new thing i never i didn't even know it existed until we started doing research for this and uh, yeah me either i did not know um at all until we did research and it had mixed reviews i didn't look to see why they were mixed reviews mm. um but you know what you're gonna do there, yeah. there's, there's still still so many play, ways to play this still i don't know if i would even bother with a new one but maybe i will i don't know i don't know i'm curious about it i don't want to go spend 19 bucks on it but i'm curious <laughs> it'd be spending now 15 dollars from bed to get pac-man oh That's hell yeah but hell yeah 19 well uh-uh. that pac-man game's uh, sitting currently at an overwhelmingly positive review over on steam so oh yeah that's a, that's a big difference because yeah. yeah that this other one is mixed at best yeah i, I think it's probably uh boy the, i'll tell you this the hardcore died in the wool uh ghouls and ghost people don't yeah. mess don't mess with them dude they're pissed they're not pissed they, they're just they're touchy they're um always ready they're about ready to explode anytime now can you can you blame them i mean geez they've been playing the same game for 30 years <laughs> I know, 40 fi- years they finally yeah. got to loop two after all these years yeah. yeah um they're pretty hardcore now let's dive over into some some spinoffs that did happen uh mm-hmm. for example gargoyles quest 1991 game boy color uh, didn't you tell me you thought this was the one that was, um, I don't know, someone else. I talked to somebody about this. So you probably this talked was, to somebody else because I had never even, I didn't know anything about what'd you the think spinoffs of it? at all. Uh, but did you play this one I, at all? Did you give it some, I did. I played okay. uh, Quest, which was 91 on the Game Boy Color, and then Quest 2, which was on the Game Boy Color. Didn't try the NES version. I played this on the Ambernick RG35 XXXs that we have. Mm-hmm. And the first one was was Okay. Um, it's kind of neat because you can, uh, you're playing as the, the gargoyle this from this other series. He's this, he's the spinoff character. Um, and you know, it's a little platforming. You you can jump on walls and you kind of, kind of hang there like a gargoyle would, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, and you just, you're just, you're, you're fighting as the bad guy as the good guy, you know? So everything is this, the, the script has been flipped, but it's still platforming, still kind of brutal, not nearly as brutal is the other way around. No, um, not as hard. Yeah, I, the only thing I didn't like about it, as you can see in this video, there's some real, uh, there's Flashing. some real frame flash stuff going on. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. 
which can get very confusing. Um, It wasn't nearly as bad in the next one in Quest 2, but you're right. In this one, it had a lot of the flashing. Um, Best if you could play the the second one on the NES. That would probably be the best way to play it. Yeah. If I was to take a stab at this. Did these do okay? Do we know how these sell? Did these sell okay? I don't know how these did. Uh, The Garbo Quest, of course, not nearly as popular as the Ghouls and Ghosts, but I think it it did okay. Hey, it uh, it facilitated a sequel. Mm. I think that says uh, something, right? Mm hmm. I wonder what uh-huh. these would be today. I was thinking this last night. If Capcom, you know, they're not opposed to reviving their own series, right? Uh, what would they do here? Would they make a proper two point five D, you know, attempt at it, or would they do? I guess last year we we know what they did last year, right? Um, but what would they, what could they do to really bring this thing back in the way that they tried to bring back other franchises? And I'm, I'm honestly kind of at a loss. I don't know. I don't want like a third person game i don't want a first person game i don't i don't know what right. i want from this series i think maybe i'm good with them just not making new ones it's fine i yeah i think if they want to make an updated you know with updated graphics or something even then these graphics are so charming i just can't see yeah how you could really much improve especially on the arcade stuff now you could remake an nes version but then it would just like the arcade version so yeah. What's the point of that? Yeah, why are you doing um, that anyway? I guess you know what a, re, a remastered, completely redone sort of widescreen pixel attempt. Yes, I could maybe be down with that. But this that, thing they made last year is not that. It's weird. It's like a looks like paper yeah. cut cutouts or something. Yeah, yeah. Which was you know it was it was a you know an attempt. Let's see if I can find that actually, because <laughs> I think that's just uh, what was the uh, hold on. Ghouls. Might be the reason why I didn't Ghosts. review very well too, because it's just you know where do you go with this? I mean, it's just its main charm is just being nearly impossible. I mean, it's it's definitely not you know you're not you're not playing it for Arthur. I mean, how deep does that character get? Not very. You're not yeah. playing it for Princess Prinprin. We never really dug into any kind of story. Um, the the Gargoyles quest has a little more RPG ish type of. Uh, sure. interaction where you're doing some overworld stuff, talking to characters and that kind of stuff, a little deeper story. Um, I, yeah, I think maybe Gargoyle's quest will probably have a better chance, but once again, like, look, looks like the flash animation looks like the Q, the, the Q wop stuff that it looks even more like it, that. It does. It's almost like paper craft in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. It looks kind of cool. I kind of like how it looks, but I just don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I'm really torn. All I've done is see it, so I can't say because I haven't played it. But yeah, there's something about this that looks a little cool, and then also cheap. I don't know. I can't explain yes. it. Yes, and even the other, even the first one looked kind of cheap, but it cheap in a retro kind of way. Whereas this, this looks cheap. It looks like a you know like yeah. like an, a phone game or something. Yeah, like somebody. Like something you don't want to put yeah, yeah. Real money into. Yeah, that's a that's a. Hmm, I don't know how. But to even even saying, saying that's insulting because you know a lot of work probably went into this game. It's probably a pretty smart game. Oh, it I might be. Know, it doesn't matter though. Like if your impression is whatever it is, it's like that's your yeah. the problem. Although I don't. The reviews are mostly about gameplay and him running too slow. I've noticed. Oh, that's funny because that's kind of his thing. He's actually. He's running that character right there is running at the exact speed that you would expect. Now, if those people are annoyed by that, then they need to get uh, the master system version of, uh, I believe it's the ghouls and ghost. Hmm. The master system version is much easier 
And when you get your uh, some of your upgrades and your weapons and in your uh, your suit, your armor, um, you go faster. You can you can go much faster. So what that, happened? I think what that's happened exclusive there? What, to the what master you, system. Why is the master system that way? The people who that? did the master system port said, "Bump this. <laughs> this is unplayable." <laughs> and so they made it more playable. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and I rated that as the easiest experience. If you're looking for Ghouls and Ghosts, uh, if you can get a Master System version, uh, that's the way to go. Even though the arcade looks the best, plays the best, is most responsive, the Sega Genesis, definitely the runner-up, still lots of fun, very fast, mm. really good arcade port. And then the easiest is just the Master System. They just took a total different uh, direction Yeah, with how you play. I have to check that one out. That I did not play that one this week. So yeah, I, I played a little bit of it. I was like, oh yeah, okay, I see. I see where you're going. You can I also get this uh, in Capcom Generations Volume Two? Uh, mm-hmm. or, uh, there's something called Chronicles of Arthur. Or that's the whole collection, I guess. That yeah, it's got it's got several games on it, but the Chronicles of Arthur. Yeah, it's so got PS1 uh, it's got, or it's got Saturn. These are two. Japan only, though, right? And only Japan, I think. Uh, the the right the PlayStation version was Japan and Europe, and then the Sega Saturn was Japan only. It's the reason why I picked up uh, the Sega Saturn uh, action replay so that I could do some imports. I looked at her picking this up mm. as an import from Japan. So. And I do think it is Maximo I'm thinking of on the 3D yeah. thing. They did like, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, was Maximo? That's some of people's first experience with uh, with the series is the Maximo yeah, series. that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of that, and I'm thinking I didn't like that. I think I played that back in the day and thought I didn't like it. But maybe I right. I might be thinking of something else. Capcom I think had you a, played the. I think if you played the first ones and then you went in here knowing the connection, I think you might be kind of disappointed but yeah. i think if you just never played it and just it was just a game yeah i think you might have liked it and i think if they if they were trying to modernize something today it might look a little like this you know right obviously higher res more effects all the stuff we do today but it would be a third person behind the shoulder uh run around slash stuff open up chests all that kind of bullshit right right um by the way sea of stars which just came out yeah. I meant to tell you about that. So we've talked about Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross and Chrono, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Chrono Trainer, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> anyway, those that series, uh, Renown, and people love them and everything. Um, this Sea of Stars game is an indie game made by a team from France, I believe, where they took the uh, some of the concepts and ideas and storytelling from that game and some of the combat from that game, as well as the Mario like Paper Mario and Mario RPG mm. uh, combat, like timing combat, that kind of stuff, uh, and made this game. And, dude, it's retro as hell. It's you know all pixelated and stuff. Beautiful game. Uh, so far, it is... Look, for a year that's had some of the best games ever made, um, Sea of Stars is already on my short list for best game. Nice. Really nice. Good. I haven't checked it out yet, so I think you'd like it. List. I got it for 30 on Steam. It's also on Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, so you don't have right. to buy it if you don't want to. Uh, well, there you go. Those are the games. And uh, you I know, went through y- the manuals and all these two, by the way. Yeah, no, this is for one thing reason- I want to talk about because there is there is always this thing like uh, if you're, I don't know, Sega, your, your mascot is Sonic. If you're uh, yeah. Sony for a while, it was Crash Bandicoot. And maybe later it was other stuff. Uh, today, I'd argue like God of War. Kratos is probably their mascot. I don't know who is. Right. Um, uh, it's the same with Nintendo. Obviously, Mario. Right. 
even the companies that don't have a big platform like a console to play, you know, that they sell or whatever, they still kind of have mascots. Uh, you might say to yourself, well, wait a minute, who's Capcom's? Is it Ryu from Street Fighter? No, it's oh, not. Is it, it is, uh, why not? I don't know, a, a million other characters. One of those, one of those, uh, Dragon Eater, not Dragon Eater. What they, what are they called? <laughs> I can't think of those. They're very popular. <laughs> Anyway, oh, they're very popular. Everybody likes the dragon. They got, they got all these really popular mascot char- or characters that yeah. could be mascots, even just on the Street Fighter lineup alone. But you'd be wrong. It's Captain Commando, wrong. and he's all over these manuals, and that is weird to me. That he's not really, really is. a playable dude, right? He's just yeah. Was there ever a Captain Commando game? Uh, there was Captain Commando. I don't know if there was a, I don't think it was a game. Didn't he, didn't he make an appearance on, uh, some cartoons or some things, I believe? <sighs> Can't remember. Is, um, oh, there was yeah, a game. Uh, hold on. Was there a game? There was okay, a 1991 so futuristic side-scrolling beat-em-up, uh, published by Capcom. Okay. So Captain Commando exists. I never played this. Existed in a game. Yeah. Arcade, uh, later NES, PlayStation, Super NES. Oh God! We're gonna have to have a whole episode on Captain Commando so I can get. Yeah, now we need to do that so we can actually play it. But that dude showed up in all the other content as like your little tutorial man. Yeah, yeah, weird. Front of the manual for uh, for out of all the things to be on the manual for, it's on it's on the freaking cover here. Why would you have your Captain Commando on the front of your Ghouls and Ghosts? It's I don't know. It's weird because they were trying to force a mascot down our throats that we didn't really know or understand. Maybe some people did. I I shouldn't say this because neither of us have had experience with Captain Commando. Maybe that's an amazing game. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's the reason why we got to do one. We got to do it. Point is, though, like, uh, oh, I guess you can get that now on Capcom Classics Collection Volume 2 for, or no, the, sorry, Capcom Beat-Em-Up Bundle for the Switch. Uh, that's a thing do you can do right right this minute. Sega CD version was canceled. 64DD mm-hmm. was canceled. There's a few versions that were canceled. But it just seems weird, given all the choices they had, for right. who could be a, a mascot for that company, and they settle on that. It's just so weird to me. But whatever. I guess, you know, you can't have... <laughs> imagine Ryu from... What was it called again? Uh, Captain Commandos, the game. No, no, no. It was the collection. Oh, uh, let's see here. Sorry. Uh, this one for the Switch is called Capcom Beat-Em-Up Bundle. Oh. It was on the PlayStation 4, Switch, Xbox One, and uh, Windows in 2018. That's when that came out. I have something called Capcom Classics Collection Volume 2 for the PlayStation 2. That might work. See. Uh, that one is... Oh, oh no. look at that. It's got Captain Commando on it. Dude, you got to play that. I have it in my hands. Play look it. at that. Play it. Not now, but when you can. No, no. And I actually ordered a couple of more um, classics collections. Uh, these things, the PlayStation 2, man. I'm telling you, the Their PlayStation 2 is so good. Yep. It's, so, it's still so affordable to get one of these. Yep. You can get the real hardware on a PlayStation 2. And there's so many great arcade uh, collections. And a lot of them end up having like bonus features and interviews with uh, the developers and things. And this is my preferred way to play some of these uh, classic arcade games. They put out a lot of those really back good. then, and they were gr- you're right. They were great. They yeah. were very well done. Um, we should do a whole episode on best mascots. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. Yeah. 
It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Best mascots. Either platform mascots or, comp, you know, publishers wanted to have a mascot. I don't know if there's enough meat right. there, but we'll talk. We'll think about it. It could be we interesting. We did one, didn't we? Did, did we do one on uh, best mascot platformer or something like that at one point in time? I can't did remember. we? I don't know. Dude. Look at us. We're already at episode 84, man. It's a lot of that. episodes. Like 84 video games. games. That's like a whole game crazy or a blockbuster wall, you know? That's yeah, a lot. look at that. Yeah. Think of that. Somebody should make that. You know what? Taz in our community, he should make a whole graphical wall of the games we've covered. (laughs) I'm just kidding, Taz. You have enough to do. Don't worry about it. I'm teasing. Uh, You're seeing this game here on the video. This looks like a game I've never seen. I don't know anything about Captain Commando at all. I don't know how I've missed this. This seems nuts to me. Because look at him. He's Commando. He's Captain. I see that. He is. He's the captain. He's the commando. He's he's uh, he's got a big overworld map. Yep. He's doing um, commando stuff. Look at these guys with knives. Oh, these guys are ripped off right from Streets of Rage. Weird. Oh yeah. Look how fast he runs. Oh, no complaints mo- there about his running. He's a mover and a he's shaker. He's a mover and a shaker. Yep. Look at that. Can't uh, give him credit where he. Uh, I think he's got some kind of bionics. I mean, I think so too. Look at his arms. He's got a big old big old pipes hanging off of him. Got uh, uh, metal boots and gloves uh-huh. and gauntlets. He's so 90s. I guess I got to get into this. Look at these half-naked ladies after him. This looks like fun. <laughs> I love how you followed that up with half-naked ladies. Ooh, this looks like this fun. This looks like a good time. <laughs> I like it a lot. But it also just looks like Final Fight, so I'm not sure what the value of this game is. But Right. Anyway. I'm looking uh, for the cartoon now. There's got to be a cartoon, right? Is there, there's a cartoon. There's a you think there's cartoon. Always, is there always a cartoon? It's got to be a cartoon, right? Maybe uh, not. Let me see. I've got a thing I don't here. see one, but I see like some fan-made things, but I don't see any. There was a comic book, it looks like. I'm um, looking here. Yeah, there was a comic yeah, book. Uh, Legacy. There's some. I can't wait for everybody to email us or send us a text or whatever next week and go, God, you guys, how do you all not know about Captain Commando? He's like done everything. Oh, he's in Marvel vs. Capcom and Marvel vs. Namco. So he's in those cart those fighting games, SNK versus right. Capcom. They, they, he's a feature in there. But other than that, uh okay. November ninety one issue of Sinclair user, which I don't know what even that is, gave the shared Sinclair. award for games most likely to save the universe as one of the, the best superhero games, along with Spider Man the video game and Captain America the Avengers. So it was well thought of. People liked yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Famitsu gave it a it's not here. Never mind. Don't say it. <laughs> anyway, I can't find a cartoon. But if anyone can. I can't find anything either. Can. And now I'm reading something that says 80 years of the greatest superheroes. Captain Commando. Golden Age Archives. I don't know what this is. TV Ooh, comics. Look at this huge piece of meat he can eat if he's not feeling good. Oh, and there's like a zing. Oh, is that how he powers up so he can uh, he can live deal longer? With the, uh, deal, with the, deal with the frog. Oh, the and this game, man. this game supported the arcade game anyway. Supported four, four players. So it was one of those big ones. Um. Yeah. Look, he ate that big ham <laughs> with the bone sticking out of it. Ham. Big bone ham. All right. There's your look at uh, all. It's the guy is bone in. It oh, is, speaking of that, it is what bone you. In. I, th- there's. Uh, I never talk about it though, but I, there's there's one there's one villain or one bad guy in these games, uh, especially in Ghost and Goblins. I think that's the one one they show up in the most. It's the ghost 
And they look like somebody took a pork loin and wrapped them in something. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like a, like a burrito with a bone sticking out of it. I gotta hate those guys. Yeah. There's some interesting yeah. character design in that game. Yeah. Um, but if uh, if you're playing it at home, let us know what your tricks are to beat it, because that game's hard as shit. Hard. All right, we're doing this. Destroy it. <laughs> Guess our game. Time to play a little audio. We both have three questions we can ask. We give some hints here and there. The person doing the uh, giving the hints can hint as much as they want, actually. There's no rules in that. Uh, it comes to that. But Brian and I can only ask up to three questions. And no cheating, no looking at the chat. Chat, you shut your mouth. Just kidding. The chat can participate, but we're just not going to look <laughs> at it. Shut your mouth. Yeah, this is a part of the show where we interact with the chat room because they're right. really good. They're very smart at this, but we don't look at them until uh, yeah, until we're wrong or right or whatever. Right. Uh, so here we go. I'm going to play mine first. Here's some audio. Here's your hint. Uh, n- uh, s- sorry, 1999 Nintendo 64. Oh, Nintendo 64. Okay, mm-hmm. give it to me. Here it is. It should. Uh, I'll give you an unasked for hint. It's a very popular game. So that. Is this a first party game? You, saw, a, yeah, you, you said uh, N64, right? Yeah, 99. it is first party, though. Nintendo published it. All right, so it's a Nintendo thing, right? All right. No. Is there? Is there... Is there any fighting in this one? You get some fighting? Uh, yes, I'll say there is some fighting in this game. I don't like how you said that. Why? <laughs> Feels what? like it's not the primary purpose <laughs> of, the, of the game. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not going to give it away, but right, right. There is technically fighting in the game. No, technically fighting it makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. That's like saying, that's like saying, well, it's Mario Kart. Technically, I guess they're fighting. They're fighting with their cars. <laughs> Car fight. Car fight. Any ideas? Any other questions? Yeah, but that's one down. Well, I mean, it's got all that. It's just got so much in your face. It feels like a Smash Brothers kind of thing. Oh, you bastard. You got it. It's Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers, yeah. It's the first Smash Brothers. The only part of the audio I cut out was the guy that goes, Smash Brothers! Oh, yeah. That would definitely have given it away. Yeah. Uh, The (laughs) intro to that original game is an ugly mess, by the way. Ugly, terrible, nasty, fart on a piece of toast mess. It's not. I love it so much. I understand, and why you would you you would rightly love it, but it's I ugly. love my I got I got Smash Brothers controllers from my um, GameCube. Oh, you did? Did you like the yeah? I like did. the uh, like GameCube controllers or oh, they're all yeah, branded. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're all branded and stuff. You are I a fancy like, fancy. Boy. I got three. Nice. Uh, because I, I dreamed that one day my kids would come over and play it with me. Yeah. And guess what? <laughs> what. <laughs> I have one controller that I've used a lot. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know how that can be. And yeah. the other two have never been, never been played ever. Serenex in the chat got it right uh, first. So, grats there, Serenex. You did it. Serenex got it right. Very yep. good. Very well, good. Brian, what are my hints? What do I got from you? Uh, let's see. The The year is uh, a few years before. Is uh, what, 12 years earlier? 1987. I went back to the arcade. Hmm. Okay, let's see what the arcade had to offer in 1987. Choplifter. Choplifter. (laughs) 
This isn't really choplifter, is it? No, it's okay. not. I thought about it though. I was like, "Oh, I do choplifter." I'm like, "Nah." That sounds like a helicopter. I saw this. This is the arcade version, but the the reason why I saw this is I was going to pick it up. Uh, this is a free hint. I was going to pick up. I was going to pick up on the master system, uh, and so yeah, I was like, "Okay." Shit. Sorry, just toss something. Um, is it a? Is it <laughs> side scroll or t- or or top down scroll? You know, like, you know what I mean, like like uh, right. Oddly, oddly, it kind of does a little bit of both. A little bit of both, eh? Yeah, it's a it's a interesting. The arcade looks really good. Um, I'm kind of interested, in it, but it's mostly it's mostly third person. But there are parts where there's uh, there's a little side scrolly parts and stuff. Okay, let me hear some of this. Or top down, I think it is. It's got good sound for an '87 game. Like I said, um, it is the, the arcade. All right, I'm going to try a couple of them. I'll just throw these out. All right. Is it? Uh, I remember playing. My dad had this game in, our, in the arcade he ran called Twin Cobra. Is that it? Ooh, that's a really good one. No, it's not. Twin that's Cobra. not it. Okay. No, that was released around then. Um, right, right. It's it's very close though. It's in that in that vein. Is it? Um, the other one we had around then was a game called Thunderblade. <gasps> ding, ding, ding! Is that ding. it? It's Thunderblade. Is Thunderblade based on uh, kind of based on that Blue Thunder? Was series. it? It was like a little ripoff. Yeah, was, yeah a little yeah. ripoff of that. It's a Sega. It's a Sega joint. That's what I thought. So I published. thought that game was. Um, I guess it wasn't. It was my dad had it, but we had like yeah. an arcade. We had a console version of that too, though. I think. Right. I don't know what though it was on. Maybe Genesis. Maybe later. Probably gonna just I I I like I said I was looking at it on the master system. Uh, mm. I don't I don't see it. I don't see where it ever made it to the Genesis, but it was on the master system for sure. It looked really good on the master system. Oh, here we in go. My opinion. This I found some version. stuff. Uh, third person shoot 'em up video game released by Sega for arcades in '87. Mm. Oh, '87. That's like what you said. <laughs> uh, players control a helicopter, destroy enemies. <laughs> Let's see. This game's released as a standard uh, stand-up arcade cabinet with force feedback as the joystick vibrates. Uh, let's see. Helicopter-shaped sit-down model was released later. Um, ba ba ba. Let's see. Oh, it used the oh. same or it used a lot of the same setup as a Space Harrier afterburner uh, and actual Blue Thunder in '83. Oh no, it says Super. it was it was based on just like you said, based on Blue Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Just like just like the words I said. Super Thunderblade yeah. was released exclusively for the Sega Genesis. That's what I'm thinking, what thinking of. of. Super yeah. Thunderblade. Thunderblade. You know what? That was a cool game, man. Yeah, it was. How did it review? Was it just me that liked it? I thought it was really cool when I looked at the arcade version because, like I said, I'd seen the somebody had recommended uh, that one for the Master System, and I went back and looked at the arcade version. I'm like, shit, this looks good. I would was play it this. on Rails? Not... It was on Rails, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it was a rail shooter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Um, the, the ZX uh, port did really well. The PC version, not very popular. Mm. Uh, the Master System did very well, rated. Uh, the Commodore 64 and Atari ST varied. Mm. Uh, the arcade, very positive. People love oh, the, yeah, arcade people love the arcade version. And the Amiga one. did well, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember I if, remember. <laughs> if Super Thunderblade sold well on console, but I remember liking it. Right. Um, oh, yeah, I'm looking at this now. This looks reviewed well. sweet. Yeah, let's see. IGN recently gave it a four out of ten. Said the frame <laughs> frame rate was too jumpy. 
too jumpy. I like the jumpy frame rates. Jumpy, because everyone was, you know, I guess people oh. were spoiled by the arcade. The arcade stuff, Sega ruled that yeah. zone for a while. It was so good. According to the Wikipedia, the game received positive reviews upon release, but in retrospect, reviews in 2000 and 2007, not so well, citing frame rates, like you said, far too jumpy. Yeah. Far too jumpy. You don't want jumpy. Jumpy's for no. dummies. Get out of here. Uh, well done, everybody. Me and you both won. I know. We did so good. We did good this week. I feel good. Welcome. We're both winners. We're both winners. <clears throat> Not losers, winners. We get listener feedback here on the show in the form of texts, emails, voicemails, the whole schmear. Today we're going to do an email, uh, and I'm excited to do it for you. Here it is. Playretroshow at gmail.com. You can also text your info, questions, thoughts, feelings to 801-471-0462. That's 801 801- Four seven ten hams, ten hams. And I yeah. like the idea of send your feelings. I think you should just send your feelings. Nothing else. Just your feelings. No context. Mm-hmm. Just your feelings. Just your feelings. Your tenderest feelings. Here's an email about what we just talked about. Actually, we have two I'm of these today. Feeling moist. Marcus says, "Just listen to your podcast on the Oregon Trail. Brought me back some nostalgia and was kind of disappointed you didn't mention the Oregon Trail." Ooh. Which is a zombified version of the Oregon Trail. Um, I thought we did mention yeah. it, but apparently we did not. But that's a we more modern. Have, I think me and you talked about it yeah. off. Then I think that's probably the reason why we did. I think we forgot Plus, to bring it up, but yeah. it's you know it's just a parody game. It's fine. It's good. Yeah, and it didn't come out until later, right? So no, it was like really last couple of years. Retro world, but yeah. yeah, it's definitely worth a mention. Yeah, Oregon Trail came out like 2018 or something. Let's see. Uh, right. I can. Tell what do you, you die from in that lack of liver? Uh, but that's how you always that's that's how you die hold on right um let's see if i can find this i know there's a steam version there it is oregon trail 2013 so it's been a bit but oh wow it's been much longer than we thought that's 10 years scott that was 10 years ago ladies and gentlemen yeah yep if you go back another just 10 in, that was 10 years ago <laughs> you're old. weird i don't like how i don't like how long ago 2013 is now <laughs> that's bothersome <laughs> to me Here's one from Marcus, uh, Mark in Wisconsin, who says, Hey, Scott and Brian, long time listener, love the retro game podcast, went back and found the Joust episode. That was the first one. Oh, and yeah, totally share one. your love of that game. The sound effects alone, dude. He says, YouTube served up uh, this video series, which I found fascinating. Thought you guys might too. Keep up the great work. Love the show, Mark in Wisconsin. So this is the Williams, um, Williams Joust Restoration Part 1 project. And it's uh, basically a teardown and a, and a rebuild of a joust cabinet and mm. to get it in perfect working order on the account called or the channel called Overtime Arcade Restorations. And that's all they do on here uh, is this kind of stuff. And it is awesome. This find is this so cool. I love. So Brian linked that and freaking sub to that channel. I did. I did. I linked right to it. I watched some of it. It was amazing. I got to go back. There's two things I love. I love watching those those cabinet restorations, and mm-hmm. I love watching retro brighting. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. What is so satisfying about watching retro brighting, uh, you know, stuff? It's just so much fun. That, by the way, that's to lighten up to to original colorings of uh, on consoles and things. Usually, yeah, which is very cool. Can you take like an old yeah. uh, PS One that's all yellowed and. You know, yes. some people smoked around it or whatever, and then you you clean one of those up. It's pretty cool. Anyway, if you want to watch this restoration, I would uh, recommend it, and I'm really glad Mark sent this to us. So uh, thank you for that. Very cool. Very channel. good. Uh, once again, play retro show at gmail.com or 801-471-0462. Our next retro discussion will be all around 
your favorite pinball games. Not the kind you're thinking of. <laughs> pinball <laughs> games that were video games in the 80s and 90s. We're talking Pokemon Pinball, that cool Kirby one I forget the name of, but I'll remember. The Demon one Kirby I forget Pinball. the name of. Uh, the, the Balls of Steel, Duke Nukem Table, blah, blah, all this stuff. There were so many cool video game translation uh, things that all the way up through the, I don't know, the late retro years of, let's say, Game Boy Advance all the way back to uh, the 80s and 90s that I adore. I prefer it over real pinball. I know that's blasphemous, but I do. I prefer video game pinball because you can do weird shit in there that yeah. you can't do on a real machine. And if the gamer specs physics as best it can for the platform it's on, then I'm in. I'm just in. Scott, you've, you've talked about them so much since we started this show, and I've never been a big electronic uh, or video game pinball guy other than... Uh, the Space Cadet one, they had, was that on like the Microsoft 98 Plus or something? I oh, forget exactly. Yeah, which if one you had 98, uh, 95 maybe even, but it was that. Was it 95? You I, I can't remember at this yeah, point. You might have had to have the, not the home edition or whatever they did back then. I don't right. remember. I think it was part of Plus or something. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, I loved the crap out of that 3D pinball Space Cadet. I played it so much. And now I've got to go back. And when I started doing just a little bit of research, I was like, oh my God, this goes all the way back. To like early 80s there's even one that was from like the 70s and i'm like what we're not gonna talk about that one but we are gonna talk about some from the early 80s though yeah there's some, some of those. there's some amazing stuff um just to name a couple oh that's weird what happened okay there we go uh some of my favorites just off the top of my head sonic spinball is very good for the genesis yes. we'll talk about that one i'm sure um let's see uh pinball quest amazing game mm-hmm. it's kind of like an rpg thing nes game amazing uh, I think I really night, like uh, Night Mission Pinball. I've never heard of oh, that. Oh yeah, that's or, a good one. Kirby's yeah. Pinball Land. That's the name of the Game Boy game. Ah, that's a great game. Yes. Anyway, uh, the two the two Pokemon games are cra- are crazy good. Revenge of the Gators really good. Um, Yoshi or uh, uh, Devil's Crush. Big deal that one. Mm-hmm. I think that was on the Turbo Graphics originally. I'm not sure on that one. Yeah, it was. I think. Anyway. Uh, We'll talk about it all. I can't wait. This is one of my favorite subgenres of video games. So we're going to do mm-hmm. all that next week right here on Play Retro. In the meantime, go check out our site, which is over at frogpants.com slash play retro. Or better yet, support us on Patreon like these new people did. Well, these aren't even new. These are just people. These are people who have been supporting us for a while and they deserve some credit. Like Nerd Cave Retro. Actually, another oh. great podcast. Check those yes, guys out. Yes, it is. Out. I've been on that show. I have as well. It's awesome. Nicholas Morgan and Sean Bloom. They're just oh. three of our many awesome people that join us over there. If you don't ever want commercials, do you want pre-show content every week? Do you want monthly benefits only available to our patrons? Well, then, boy, howdy. Do I have a deal Yeah, for you? you want to watch Brian just in a few days because I got my Super NES hooked up and I got the game. I got Super Ghouls and Ghosts and I'm going to curse. I'm going to try to swear. at least get past the first level. Let's, yeah. let's see what happens. You guys ever want to hear him swear like a freaking sailor on fire? Now's your chance. <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, that's that's it. Go there. Be there. Help us. Patreon.com slash play retro. That's going to do it for us. Go play something retro. We'll see you next time. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>